Oh, God. In uh, true podcast fashion, we may have lost the high-quality audio for this episode. That doesn't mean we're not going to release it. This is episode 50, and uh, maybe it's a little fitting for the podcast, which has been through a lot, to uh, have our episode this way. But, but, we've used this excuse because we record on OBS, and that's the audio we're using, to try to make our first video episode. So if you are interested in seeing what we look like and you don't like TikTok, it's not perfect, but we're probably going to be doing these in the future and we'll improve over time. So thank you. Better audio next week. Otherwise, enjoy. What's good, man? It's your boy, Juicy J, man. Shout out to Virtual Homework Podcast. I'm imitating data because this is episode he's putting on a mask. Why is he putting on a mask? Listen, it's the 50th episode. Yeah, and I was it's, trying to celebrate it, by it, imitating it, you it, with your bo 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 It's time for, time for mask off. That's going to be our intro this week. All right. We'll get demonetized. I like, so last episode, I'm like, oh shit, we're going to get demonetized as I played. Like, we get fucking monetized anyway. Come on. You're making a million 50 dollars. 50 fucking episodes, and we don't even have mask a million off. dollars I think it's yet. time that we... Uh, our lay out our uh, grievances against each other. You know, I think uh, okay. we've let, we let them go on for too long. Number one, I don't have hair. You have hair. I'm madly jealous. And I have too much hair. Do you want some of it? Mail me your hair or I will be fucking pissed. All right. This is a deal breaker. I just need some hair I could glue on. No one's giving me any. They're fine with it until I say the until I glue or so I could glue it on. That's the that's the hard part. That's that's like the part. I can't You're get past that barrier. You want me to mail you the hair glue? I have my own Elmer's. We're, we're good. Anyway, this is our way of saying thank you so much for listening <laughs> to all 50 episodes, and I know you all listen to every single Thanks, fucking everybody. episode. Every There's second, no way you didn't. I will actually cry if you don't. Yeah, Or I, I actually have cried because I know you haven't. So, correction. Thank you if you've listened to 50 episodes, but specifically all 50. If you have not listened to certain episodes, this thank you is not for you. Go back. Go look at the ones that have like full playthrough on your yep. on your podcasting app. From there, find the ones that don't. Even if even if like you missed like the last thirty seconds because you're like, oh, I, th- this is just well, outro. that's where the that's where the good stuff is. We occasionally have Easter eggs. It's like three three times we've had Easter eggs. Find them. I mean, them. you know, I mean, like you know, the, those Amazon gift codes. Like that's where we usually put them. Yeah. Why do you think our episodes are an hour long? We started at twenty minutes, and we found out the best way to make content longer is to just read out. Hundred dollar Amazon gift card codes for the last forty minutes, and that's that's. I'm surprised we have. I've I've sunk in my entire life savings into this, and we have not seen any subscriber growth. That's not true at all, but significantly less than we're talking thousands of pop per episode. We are a video game podcast. We're a video game podcast. My name and is Dana. Was that like the worst way to celebrate fifty episodes ever? <laughs> no, like, it's perfect. Uh, yeah. Okay. That's 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 a pretty good representation of our podcast. Uh, I wouldn't I'm have da- it any other I'm, way. I'm Dana. I'm Sam. This is the virtual homework podcast. We talk about games. We talk about games. And what did we play this week? Actually, before I get into what we played this week, I have to ask: Did you play any more Fuser? I know you're a big Fuser head, big Fuser nut. A fuser had no. That game fucking sucks. Dana called like, me at I, three in the morning and just whispered into into my ears as I was confused. I am a fuser head. Like I think up. we had like a, usually after the podcast we'll have like additional conversation about like the game or something like that. Just kind of like you know off the cuff a little bit. 
But it's like I I I think that we both agree Fuser is just fucking trash. Fuser's bad. It's it's so it trash sucks. that yeah it's I it's so trash I have nothing to say which is like it's not so bad it's good it's just bad he's he's doing the fuser dance no one could see <sighs> all right so what do we play this week I actually I shouldn't I shouldn't do that bias okay because that's actually not about the game but it's gonna yeah, dictate mean. the conversation what do we play this week I don't even know how to fucking say the name we played I, I keep calling the it Return to Obra Dinn it's Return of the Obra Dinn Return of the Obra Dinn if I'm not mistaken this is made by the people who did Papers Please which is probably one of our other favorite games on the podcast I'm not gonna call um, it my favorite game but I'm gonna call it a good game I said I said one of we have 50 episodes I don't know I say, if... for me for me I think it's a top 20 Top 20 is, like, top third. I would also agree with that, maybe. Like, I think. Like, we play a lot. Of, you pick too many okay, good it, games. Yeah, I, I pick way too many good games because they're all games I haven't played. I just, like, want an excuse to play them. Uh, this is a very unique game, I want to say. It's almost like a puzzle mystery adventure game, maybe? I'm almost going to call it a visual novel. I think visual novel is the yeah. best way to put it. But it's a point-and-click adventure. Actually, it's like half point-and-click adventure, half visual novel. But it's really heavy on the novel. Yeah, it, it's it's a lot. Um, it, it tries masquerading as almost like a puzzle discovery like mystery game. But I feel it really, really isn't. Basically, the concept is, I believe you're a journalist that shows up to this ship the obra din or whatever and you try to figure out what happened to it or whatever you know there's like a bunch of dead bodies on it and uh it's just like sitting out in the middle of the ocean this is an 1807 you are given tools from like your superior or something that allows you to look on the histories of the dead and see what they went through and your goal in this game is to look at the past i guess the lives of the ship members uh see what they went through see who killed them see how they were killed and you have to kind of figure out who's who and how each person interacted and killed each other by looking at these past memories yeah the the main goal is to basically put a name and a cause of death to every single person on the ship. I think there's 60 people. I don't know what the reward is. I didn't get that far. I got, I got like, I played this game for about three hours. I, I know that we've played games for longer, but uh, I had a busy w- week this week. I, I definitely think this was a unique concept, and I really love the storytelling elements. But um, I, I think that, again, I, I've gone on rants about visual novels, and this game is definitely heavy on the dialogue. This is, like, yeah. all games tell a story, but this is actually more story than game. I think this is one of the more captivating, like, first, the first, like, ten minutes of this game, you're like, holy shit. Because yeah, we can't cool. talk about this game without the art style. It's insane. It's absolutely insane. So... You mentioned this is by the Papers, Please guy, which is like a standard, like, it's got some pixelated-ish graphics. It's it's kind of emulating, like, the old Macintosh or, like, Atari Commodore type stuff, like, as far as, like, um, not necessarily, like, bit graphics and stuff, but when you look at any of the interfaces, how, like, things are textured it's, and things like that. It's monochromatic and dithered. So, dithered is a, a term where basically uh, they use what you would normally see, see as random noise to uh like basically make make a shape you you use big boy words that are better than what i, I said. only know this because one of my favorite albums is called swarm dithered and i didn't know what dithered meant uh and then i looked it up but i feel what happened was that papers please guy was like i made papers please that's my papers please guy impression i think there were a couple people who made it and then like <laughs> they got a shit ton of money they're like holy shit we made so much goddamn money what are we gonna do? Let's do crazy shit. And then they did, like, this game is absolutely fucking crazy. In terms yeah. of, like, it's really hard to understate how much this makes me feel like a lazy piece of shit. Because I know that this is 
indie devs and I'm looking at this art style and I'm looking at each individual like character when you like find out their story it goes to like a scene that's voice acted and then you yep. also see like this still 3D image that you could explore yeah. and like there's like for example there's like this giant squid that attacks and like there's this like scenic music that plays and you're like holy shit this and is you like can go and like move around to each individual person like you see like them getting ripped in half and like the entrails and like blood like flying out and like still while like everyone around them is like oh no like trying to figure out how to stop it like and then you go back in moments do you see like the moments like right before that happened like what they were doing uh and you kind of piece together like what led up to that moment which i think is a really cool concept frankly i got a little bored yeah so i i'm gonna say just to reiterate like the absolute scope of this story and exploring it from just an absolute uh, uh, story perspective that's where this game shines just on the topic of being bored this game follows a very like the the gameplay like it's it's a puzzle game outright in terms of, like the actual gameplay elements because what you do is you just find a dead body you click on it it enters that scene you see it that's the that's like the visual novel part you're just like watching it happen uh, yeah. and you're just walking around and then like from the dialogue you're able to like pause or and like I guess put some of the visuals together. put the pieces together but it's the same thing over and over again like yeah if, yeah if you yeah play, it's this is a game you want to play in short spurts even though I feel like because so much of it is like memorizing what happened in previous dialogue you would excel at the game if you played it all in one sitting like the game is only manageable because it's so repetitive in short periods of time I I definitely agree it, it's more of a like it's eye candy more than it's an actual like fun game it's, to play. it's a cool and fun thing it just like it's like you said it's the same thing over and over it's like all right you look wait go to the different dead body all right you're you're going back in the past and see what happened to them okay you're waiting for someone near them to yell out their name okay you have their name okay so then you found out that person or how they died you don't know their name go to the next one go to the next one all right go back in time more all right that person's next to a dead body and saying he he administered this medicine okay he's probably the surgeon you know like that kind of stuff there's another guy in his room who's wearing like a surgeon's smock and it's probably his assistant you know like it's it's like you said it's extremely extremely formulaic and uh like i i like you said the eye candy was fantastic and the concept is really cool i like trying to figure everything out but it was just so repetitive for me yeah i i think that this game like for for the type of person that wants to play like a a story driven puzzle game this is like absolutely up their alley and they probably love it i actually i was surprised how much i was invested in the story so i i would ask how far you got into the game but i don't think it really works that way it's completely non-linear and usually that that does not work for me but i was actually fine with the non-linear structure because like it added to the more puzzling elements basically the the game has this book that you're filling out with all these clues on people and there's i think five or six Six chapters and like you start with like mm-hmm. chapter five or you start with the end and then you don't necessarily work your way backwards like you'll go to like chapter six and then chapter four five two whatever you, it's not I, I, I finished i finished chapter five four and two and then i like took a break okay i think we're about the same then but yeah i, I just like i was surprised that like i think that overall a movie or game being non-linear will just confuse me and i'll ask why do they make this non-linear like even movies like pulp fiction like like, I don't think that the the nonlinear nature of it actually helped it. I think that really it would have been better if they just made it a straightforward movie. But hey, what do I know? 
I'm not Quentin Tarantino. It's really interesting because we live in like a world of video game. Honestly, indies are taking over. We live in the yeah. absolute golden age of indies. And like yeah. the story of this dev team is so similar to The Witness. I actually don't know what came oh, first. Yeah. Like, Braid was definitely before Papers, Please, but I don't know mm-hmm. if... Oh, I think Oberdim was actually before uh, The Witness. It doesn't matter, but basically they, they both have a very similar timeline. You have Braid, yeah. which was a puzzle platformer game, and then he's like, oh, this, this shit was really successful. I'm going to absolutely tear the fucking roof off, and yeah. he made The Witness. And then you have... Um, Papers, Please, which is like a bureaucratic text-based puzzle. Like, really, like, it's a puzzle game when you think about it. I don't know I don't know the genre of Papers, Please, but, like, it's really heavy it's, on the text. I think that's a puzzle. I think that's a puzzle game. Yeah. It's it's extremely heavy on the text, this but it's, like... This comes off as less puzzle, though. It's less puzzle, but it's still very heavy on the text and, like, trying yeah. to, like, uh, find your way through, like, a very weird interweaving story. So, like, I feel like both developers, like, went through the same path where it's like, oh, we got uber successful from an indie game? Let's actually blow the fucking wall off. I just... Yeah. I think that the witness did it so much better but i think that i think that it's really just due to the fact that like we are we live in a society we We live in a society (laughs) no no i think it's just due to the fact that we at least okay i definitely like games that are less text heavy and the witness is like literally no text heavy so that's pretty cool yeah this game i like this game this game is very enjoyable to play like you said in short spurts it just is a lot to go from body to body read all this text do this and do that like over and over and over and over and over like the story like you said is super fucking cool like i was actually invested with like like 60 characters like to figure out who they are from different nationalities some are from india some from russian some speak different languages some of them are brothers some of them are lovers you know some get sick some die and you have to like figure all this stuff out it's just i wish the gameplay wasn't so repetitive yeah i also like this game is low-key super depressing because like it's just like yeah. oh, these people all died and like there's like music which is like epic it's actually really awesome music uh, it's like it's not like straight up songs it's like very atmospheric notes <laughs> yeah and Do you find yourself getting nauseous by the graphics um so yes but i also got vaccinated yesterday so like i don't i don't know what to say like the 5g is coursing through you yeah yeah so like i i only experienced the symptoms of like extreme fatigue i'm actually like pretty fatigued right now which i don't know i feel like i've I've been overcompensating my energy, so I'm sorry. I'm sorry to everyone who's like, why is he always on right now? But no, I, I got nauseous, but then I turned the graphics to windowed with a sharp instead of smooth, and I thought it actually helped a lot. Nice. Actually, which, because the way that this game works, we mentioned it's monochromatic and like dithered. Um, Which which color did you have? Because it's basically so either I, white I went and another color. So th- there's actually like 12 different colors. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I just went, I went through all of them. I'm like, eh, these are cool. I, I actually liked the original the best. Okay, I did blue. I did Commodore. Nice, nice I'm nice. the best. And like, it's it's weird though, because like I understand what they were trying to go for and I understand what nostalgia they were trying to emulate, but I this is not nostalgia I was ever, like I was too young. I was, I'm too young for this. Like I, 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 I never played DOS games. I did. So it's like, I, I'm not nostalgic for it though. I just think it looks very cool. It's a very beautiful game like and like not like in a traditional sense that it's beautiful like you're seeing like fantastic things and stuff it is like what other game has this art style i like this is like something unheard of or unseen like in the space i feel they definitely knew they had a money printing machine on their hands when they when they made yeah. this whatever algorithm uh made that did, did this style. game do well this game definitely did well i would mean, like the okay it did well critically i know that but like i'm pretty sure it sold a billion copies a billion that's a lot of fucking copies but no i definitely definitely think it was a success oh it came out like two years ago so it's after the witness so apparently 
uh, it sold well, but it had no marketing budget because it was a passion project by uh, the developer, and he didn't actually care about how well it sold. Like yeah. he, he was already set financially from Papers, Please, but... which is cool. That's I mean, that's kind of cool though. Though it doesn't have a lot of the frills of a game you're trying to like mass market to people. Like this is like purely like almost like an art piece. Yeah, no, I, like I never felt that video games were an art form more than when I was playing this game. Like there are very few games, and like this is coming even from like the AAA like best of the best like there's very few games that i'm like looking at this and i'm like holy shit this look amazing and i i could i could say like i, I felt that times. way about gorgoa gorgoa i felt that way but like still like i feel and I, it's not a fault of 2d games but i feel like the 2d medium it's like too yeah. similar to like paintings and other stuff that like it it's very hard for something to be like utterly transformational and like the the way that like this art style was like pretty much algorithms based like i was looking at some of these scenes being like this is so fucking epic like I yeah. this is so well, even epic, the dude. textures on like the characters and stuff like that are super fucking uh, cool. If you notice their faces are blurred out until you have the ability to figure out who they are, even like in the 3D plane of where they are. Like, you know, everything is just sprawling with that old school um dithered texture and it just i i do want to play more of this game i think i think i'm going to be playing a lot more of this game and by that i mean i'm going to beat it this game's actually not that long i think it's only like eight hours i want to but i could just see myself this fading Never into playing the abyss. Again. yeah it, it's one of the like there are certain games like even cyberpunk i knew i was going to play more cyberpunk even though like i have i have an opinion on cyberpunk like this one most of the experience was got in the first 30 minutes of playing this game yeah. and just like being like holy shit this is beautiful and there's nothing wrong with that did we even mention that this was on a ship oh yeah this is on a, yeah i said this is a ship in the ocean okay okay yeah look go shit look the, it's like the first thing i said <laughs> did we even mention that this is a podcast Think this is a knows. gaming podcast yeah um i don't know i i am like vaccined out i'm fucking high off that vaccine dude i smoked a, a pfizer blunt a Pfizer blunt. <laughs> Do you know how like people fucking like dip blunts and lean and shit? Do you think like anyone's like I dipped my vac I dipped my blunt in vaccine juice. I mean like that's what it is, right? I don't know how a vaccine like it's it's administered with the juice. I'm actually gonna Google what would happen if you smoked a vaccine. What, what would, hap- would happen? These are the intellectual. This is like what they don't ask on Joe Rogan. Vaccine. This is this is what they're trying to hide from you. This is Illuminati shit. Can I vape a COVID vaccine? I don't. I don't want to smoke a COVID vaccine, but I want them to find the flavor of smoking a COVID vaccine so I could get that in my vape pen. You know, like cotton candy. No, I, just, I, I, I just straight want to take the vaccine and vape it. No, I don't want to do that because I feel like people well, need... Would, would that work, though? Because you're getting it into your blood vessels. It's also like getting burned at like high temperature. No, it's not getting burned. It's getting vaporized. It's a difference. Oh, my God. I don't... Even if you could, do you deserve to live if you're vaping a fucking vaccine? Like, I mean, if, I, would if you're like, I, w- if you're I would do that. If you're making clouds... With the COVID vaccine, like, is, you're like, like doing smoke tricks, like, yeah, like is 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 that a life worth saving? That's the question I have, <laughs> and I I know that's a controversial opinion, but maybe I'm just jealous of the sick vape tricks. Like, I, I don't do know. We what talk, to say. Did we talk about on a previous podcast, like the anal swabs from China? Dude, I I ordered. Uh, bubble tea today and I tried speaking Chinese and the person didn't speak Chinese and I felt it was the worst experience <laughs> I don't know why that makes me laugh so much. Yeah, I it, just like 
I, I I can't stand like cringe content, like like cringe compilations stuff like that. But like when it's like simple stuff like that, it makes me laugh. The menu was half in Chinese. What I I, I there was an assumption there. I'll maybe I'll chalk it up to math. What if he did speak Chinese? He just want to fuck with you. Why are you assuming he? Huh? I think I heard her speak Chinese, and that's why I was like, oh, I'll, I'll flex my Chinese muscle here. And then, like, I was wearing a mask, and then I half-ordered in Chinese. I was like, oh, can I get a... And then I was, like, talking about my uh, chow with uh, Xian Cao. And she, I, I think she just got really confused, because, like, I, I let her... Like, also, first of all, the masks, like, it's hard yeah, to... don't help. Yeah, they, it's really hard to, like, actually understand what anyone's saying, and then, like, I... I you're basically say, just like... <laughs> Like, if you were, like, in a service position and, like, someone was, like, speaking English to you and then, like, all of a sudden they switched it up and, like, your your brain's kind of on autopilot, like... Every day, actually. Like, people yeah. do it to me all the fucking time. Well, that's probably what happened. Anyway, it was cringe comp. Just, like, fucking... Like, Twitter is the best and worst site. It's the best when everyone that's not a brand uses it. Actually, that's not true at all, because way too many people who are like 12 years old think that i should die but uh not me specifically but like wait what no you ever is this like, like see... a th- is this is this a thing no, like, this is not like a thing this is you? not a thing but it's like oh you share that opinion it's like well uh i do a little bit more new it's a little bit new, more nuanced than that there's no nuance it's black and white you need to die i'm calling for you your your kid yeah, is dead now that that is like everything in a video but, game but there's that and there's also like whenever a brand tries to use twitter what happened this time um steakums got in a art what even is steakums oh, I, I saw that. it's like steak chunks or something like that yeah. i don't know it's steakums, i saw it in south parks Stakeums got in a fight with uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson, where Neil deGrasse Tyson said, the good thing about science is that it's true whether or not you believe in it, and Stakeums quote tweeted, log off, bro. Like, and then, like, okay, Stakeums had a real philosophical point, but, like, if you see Stakeums have a science beef that comes off as anti-science initially, it's actually not anti-science, but it's against, it's anti-scientism, which I actually, like, I think that people think that, oh, science, because it is science, it's 100% fact. No, it's yeah. like you had, you had something that, like, you well, observed it's science. this. It's, yeah, yeah, it's a, it's It a changes process. over time. It's, I'm not, I'm not saying that, like, well, it's just so vaccines funny that, like, cause poop laser beams out, out of uh, your eyes. But it's just so funny that like this is like a brand account like like arguing science like on Twitter. It's just like it's like what's the beef here? Someone posts. He's like, I'm just sick of Neil's t- uh, games. What's I don't know. The stake here, huh? No, I just I hate like brands I hate, are getting out of control. <laughs> brands are basically just people, and then they they just happen to be stakeums. It's like it's no longer about stakeums. It's about the guy behind stakeums, and I don't like that. Because I just I want b- brands to be there for me to block. I don't want good content to be behind brands because it makes me have to look at brands. I don't think that's how you were gonna go with that. I think you were just it's cringe to see a brand do this. But no, I I just don't want. Oh no, any I think advertising it's, I think in my it's, face. I think it's hilarious, but it's like I I hate advertisements in general. I mean, people are like, oh, advertisers don't work. I mean, advertisers work on everything. That's why you have yeah, a taste they, for Panda yeah. Express. I do wonder though, like how much advertising has a negative effect. There are products I'll never get because I saw an ad. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But at the same time, there are products that because we see an ad, we might get it or something like that. Like, there's an ad for a new game, an ad for new... Um, even you if know. you didn't actually see it, like, even if you just, like, were walking past a billboard and, like, you didn't even, like, instinct, like, it's just subconsciously, it's like, oh, that product is legitimate because I passed by it. Smoke. And that's weed every day? 
No, you ever see that Simpsons uh, thing where it's like they're like watching cartoons and the guy's like small. I know about even at Niage, but that's like straight up subliminal marketing. Yeah, that's like the same thing. It was the same oh, episode. Okay. Can we talk about fucking Google and passwords and everything? Like, do you think it's getting a little excessive? How you like? I mean, I know in our day and age you have to authenticate and like password everything. It's just like you have to like authenticate to like take a shit nowadays. It's... Yeah, yeah. Like my two FA is like I literally have to scroll down to get some apps. Like I understand security, but like whole. Holy shit! I can't. Well, it's like you, the, you everything is to. locked down. I, I understand. Like, because like, otherwise your switch is like all of a sudden you have a forty thousand dollar V bucks charge. But like I, I'm in like my own personal like hell, and to get out of it, I have to two FA. Well, it's like straight my thing happened to my mom. She had her Facebook hacked, and she didn't have any two factor. She didn't have anything back up, and it got stolen. They changed her cell phone number and her password, and Facebook was like, "How can we verify this was yours? You don't have any backups." And Jesus. she just lost lost her account she had for like 12 years but it's like it's like what happened to me with like my reddit account it's like it's kind of my fault for not backing up i mean, like i see the point of 2fa but i feel like 2fa is hurting a lot more people than it's helping i mean like even with okay i understand that more than ever people are getting their accounts hacked into but like well, you have to nowadays that's the problem the problem is when they lock like you have to do it every time you log in i'm like this is a safe browser i'm at home like, you don't need to have me log in every single fucking time. But it's like, you have to, because then you're going to have the people that would be, like, at a public computer, and then they do it, and someone steals your fucking credit card information because they're dumb. Yeah, and, I mean, like, it kind of defeats the point of 2FA if, like, you, you have, like, safe zones and stuff like that. I, I feel that the issue is that, like, even though it is very helpful and, like, it's definitely stopped a lot of hackers, I think that the amount of people who've fully lost accounts due to not being able to, like, back... Like, and it's it's completely due to technical illiteracy, but, like, the amount of people who've completely, like, lost their accounts because they had 2FA and couldn't back up their 2FA is significantly more than the amount of people who've been saved from hacks at this point. I would strongly disagree because you're not taking into account the amount of people that have been hacked from not having anything. Okay, maybe like, I don't know a single person that's really been hacked. <laughs> it's dude, I could go to haveibeenpwned.com and Oh, you okay, just... okay. So there's a difference between like getting hacked in terms of like just being on a password list and then like actually actively getting hacked and like your information being changed. Well, that's, it's but necessary. That's what, but it, it's necessary because if your information is on a list, it's a matter of time. But I'm just saying like. But that's the, that's the thing nowadays. I, it's like something like 73% of fucking people online have their information, even if it's really old, on a list somewhere. So you need. Yeah. And I, I think because of that, you do need 2FA. I, I just I, made I just made up that statistic, by the way. OK, well, I'm going to I'm going to call you out on it uh, next podcast. I'm going to like be like, remember when you said 73% uh, uh, you're actually an idiot, but no, um, I think that, was that fucking Kermit the Frog talking about 2FA? I guess so. <laughs> Terrible... Yeah, what the fuck was that yeah, noise? I, I don't that's know. Like some, that's like some shit I would do when I'm talking about like a nerdy person. Yeah, well, do, maybe like, you're a nerdy voice. person, um, but, but yeah, I mean like, because of the fact that everyone's information's out there, you really need 2FA, so like, you don't get like, hacked extremely easily randomly, but still... It's it's like a needle on the in the haystack thing. Just like when uh, like everyone's information was taken in that like three hundred million person hack from yeah. that one credit card company. I forget their name. Yes, technically your information's out there, and it's a matter of time before someone tries to steal your identity. But like the chance is still three hundred million to one. Like yeah, but but the, the thing is, it depends what it was like. For that specifically, but let's say you, like for me, like I'm a gamer. I sign up for like a million like I'm gaming a gamer. forms. Well, shut the fuck up. Like, how many, like, back in the day, how many, like, of those fucking uh, random-ass uh, forums? I forgot the name of it, like, BB2B. PHBBB. 
yeah, PHPBB forms did you sign up? Like that, that all those got fucking hacked like crazy. So it's like if you use any of your like your same emails or passwords from back then, like you're on lists and stuff like that. So it's like the amount of people that are on those kind of lists and get like their RuneScape accounts hacked, like it's actually in- in- insane. Luckily, I think twelve year old me would hate current me so we have nothing in common right i think my 12 year old me would be like what is what are you doing in your life i i think that 12 year old me would still enjoy my taste of music but that's about it he just he'd be like dude why are you watching anime right now it's like i'm like i don't know there hasn't been good anime actually i've been i've been interested apparently someone was like talking on a youtube comment about some anime where this japanese warlord comes back as like a dog and he's like a family house pet Oh yeah, <laughs> that, that sounds legitimately fun, but I don't know. Like, I'm still not motivated do, enough. Like, do you, I don't have Crunchyroll, so like, do you actually want anime recommendations? Because I watch all of the modern shit, and I can sort of tell you, like, if you want, like, oh, here it comes. No, because there's some like some ten out of ten shit that's going on nowadays. Hey, if it's good, it'll come to America. They'll make a live-action movie adaptation like uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion, uh, Akira, whatever that's coming. I, I hear they're pretty good, but actually, I just got my... I was in this bureaucratic nightmare. I bought the 4K Akira box set, and as part of that, like, basically, the 4K Akira box set didn't come with, like, an actual... Like, it was... The resolution was 4K, but the actual, like, quality of the disc was not 4K. They, like, shipped oh, the no. wrong discs, which was, like, bullshit. Everyone's like, this is not what I paid for. So, like, Funimation was, like, they were like, oh, we fucked up so bad. Anyone who wants a replacement disc, because they're not going to just actively send them to people because that would lose them a lot of money. Anyone who wants a replacement disc, just email us, um, and then uh, we will actually send out your disc that you bought and didn't get because we're fucking idiots. Well, did you, did you email them? So I emailed them. This was December. Oh, <laughs> I emailed, no. I, I emailed them in December, and I'm like, hey. And then I got, like, an automated ticket, like, oh, thank you for your request. We'll follow up shortly. That never happened, so I followed up for weeks and weeks. I probably made, like, nine support tickets before. I'm like, fuck it. Let's actually go to customer support. And I went on Twitter, and I got it, like, within two weeks. But, yeah, it was a terrible process. But, like, yeah, I, I have a... I have another viewing of Akira to watch because I've only seen that movie like 17 times. It's my favorite movie of all time. It's a fantastic movie. The first time I ever watched it was actually on boom, PSP. Boom, 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 boom. That's the worst viewing experience ever, okay? It was actually really good. Like, okay, I, that's I not it. true. There's like this clip of, uh, fuck, who's David Lynch, the guy who made like a racer head and like uh, Eyes Wide Shut we talked about. No, and that Eyes Wide Shut was Stanley Krupik. David Lynch is a uh, fucking Mahal and Drive. He has this like rant where he's like, you're on your phone, chilling in the backseat, watching a movie. That's not fucking cinema. And like David Lynch is known <laughs> to swear. So like he was like, act- like he's a pretentious guy, but he's like artsy and like he sticks up for what he believes. And so I'm not like super like upset about him or anything. But like, yeah, that, that's my favorite way to watch shit, though. It's, like, it's, it's one just of those. Like, I wouldn't be watching shit if it wasn't for like those weird circumstances. Like, well, it's not weird. Way. I I watch ninety percent of like movies and like anime and shit on my phone, like just laying in bed. Or sure, I take fucking like long ass baths with fucking bubbles, and I watch anime and fucking movies on my phone. That's bougie as fuck. Bubble bath with like I don't know, um, Love Hina. I, what's a what's an anime that came out? It, ever uh, one piece yeah one piece okay that's bougie that's bougie there we go <laughs> i don't know no, we, we were talking you said earlier how you had to like contact customer service and stuff like that can we talk about how fucked customer service is like everywhere like i know like it's the whole boomer thing it's like why can't i talk to a human being anymore it's like because there's too many human beings to- there, there's like literally a website find a human being.com or find a human.com where like it because 
tech websites actually make it impossible or extremely hard to find technical service. Like, have you ever tried to get in contact with Google about anything? Yeah, you can't. Like, I'm sorry uh, to lay this on you right now, but um, our podcast is kind of fucked because, like, my my Google AdSense got locked, uh, like, when I was yeah, 12. Really? When, when I was, like, 12, like, literally in 2006, I don't even know how. All of a sudden, one day, it was locked. I just, like, had a little ad banner on my website, and then, like, all of a sudden, it's like, oh, I guess you can't make revenue anymore. And, uh, yeah, so it's been, it's, like, 2007 to now. I've contacted them a few times, can't get any ad revenue. So, yeah hypothetically if we were going to be dependent on ad revenue which is like the worst business model because like everyone who's like th- think about anyone who's dependent so on we YouTube could, we could be making a million dollars and you just fucked us yeah i just fucked us but no really anyone who's like trying to get youtube ad money knows that like it's impossible because it's like oh you, your content had like uh someone's uh finger exposed that's that's adult content that's sexual. demonetized yeah exactly like everything is absolutely fucked but no oh. go on your customer service rant before before i interrupt you some more no no i'm, I'm interrupting again did you see that picture i posted about like the the license plate i was driving behind this person's car because you said foot, sexual. foot fetish jesus christ <laughs> well because you said sexual so i'm like wait yeah. i didn't tell you about this that sort of says foot fetish on his car doesn't it yeah, I, I have a license plate. I'm not going to say my license plate, but I have a license plate that I feel like can be misconstrued. And, like, I have, like, a couple scratches on my car that, like, I'm like, how did I get this scratch? Like, I wonder, like, this person is very lucky they have a white car. Let me just say that, because I wonder how many, like, do you think people who get weird license plates specifically want a white car so it doesn't look like it's been keyed? I mean, not that, who's who's key key? Who's keying the foot fetish car? Come on. No one's <laughs> upset that someone has a foot. Maybe if you have, like, a child and, like, your child. What's foot fetish? I, I, that's a... Uh, I mean, they're brave. There are two old people in the car, so, I mean, they're living their life. You ever see that one video of, like, the dude that's, like, licking his wife's foot, like, at a stoplight? Oh, my God. I, I, old people just don't give a fuck. Like, I was, I was driving today. I'm uh, <laughs> apartment hunting, and, like... We were, like, on the highway. It was, like, a 65, and, like, we were behind this car. It's like, what the fuck? Why are they going 25? And, like, it is an old lady that literally was, like, completely down in the path. I think they dropped their phone or something. But, like, we were, like, looking at them. Like, holy shit, they have not had their eyes on the road for, like, 30, 45 seconds. It was insane. They were going 25 on the highway. People were, like, honking at them. I'm like, this person doesn't give a fuck. And, like, yeah, they finally put their head up. It was an old woman. It's like, goddamn, these people don't give a fuck. They don't give a oh, fuck. Oh, no. No. They don't. I mean, I guess if you deal with uh, life and uh, you're you came from a age where everything was spoon fed to you your entire life, maybe you uh, just don't give a fuck. Are you anti boomer? Just a little bit. I think we actually had a boomer convo on the podcast before. Someone, someone, pull that up. Someone, someone, re listen to all fifty fucking episodes and see where we talked about boomers. Once. Is this the fiftieth episode or is fifty first? No, this is the fiftieth episode. What are you talking about? This is fit. We had a fiftieth celebration at the beginning of the podcast. Do you not remember that? Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. Okay. Well, we're talking about customer service or something. We were talking about customer service because you were talking about customer service. You were like, talking- oh yeah, it's like, well, like boomers are like always the first people to be like, you can't talk to anyone anymore. It's just like, well, there's so many more consumers nowadays that I guess it's like impossible to have like customer service for everybody, especially for like certain things, like for like Facebook. What's so funny? The, not just boomers, but also consumers. You didn't like fart. that at all. You didn't like that at all. I'm gonna fart into the mic. I hope that I hope you caught that. You've um, you've completely oh, okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> like uh, like Facebook. Um, there's like what like 70 billion people on there or some shit. Like, how can you have customer service for that many people? I mean, you can't. That's the thing. Like, I, I legitimately don't think that we are in a society. We are not in a society. Okay, 
top text. But but yeah, we, we live in a society where it is no longer possible to have customer service uh, for certain companies. We live in a society. <laughs> we live in a society. That's the whole point. That's where we're trying to get at. Did you did you have a point to this conversation, or were you just trying to say we live in a society? Was that the end goal? No, I was just talking about customer service. Everyone's complaining, like, oh, I can't talk. Did to you a have person, a bad but... customer service experience? What? Why did this even come up? Uh, because you were talking about customer service with in regards to your Akira. So I was just like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What were we talking about? We were talking about uh, anime. We were talking about movies. I mean, like hey, on says... the t- on the topic of TV shows, um, and our favorite subject of all time, crypto. I mean, we are straight up in a nightmare. Like when I saw that Kraft Mac and Cheese made an app that like you could scan on the back of the Mac and Cheese. Like scan scan our Kraft Mac and Cheese QR code to download the Kraft Mac and Cheese. App. I thought that was like the low point of society, but no. but now we have. Have you watched Anno- Annoying Orange at all? Yeah, of course. I think it's I've like- maybe seen one Annoying Orange in my life, but uh, I've. I saw one go, go put in a blender like last week when they made their own NFT. Uh. Did you did you see the did you not yeah. see the annoying orange? Okay, you're you're crazy. Yeah, I, wasn't sure I did. These. I did the annoying orange NFT. Like, what the fuck is it? I I don't get the NFT thing. Like, like we we're fucking uh, horrible people, and we talk about crypto like and we hate ourselves for it. But it's like I I don't know what the fuck an NFT is. It's like a picture that you like buy and like only you can see or something. Well, well, think about it. You know how you're like contacting me at two in the morning? It's like I just made three hundred dollars on uh fart coin uh and penis coin is booming right now and i'm like what the fuck are you talking about you sound like an absolute insane person it's basically the same thing except instead of the word coin after it it's a gift because it's just like some one-off thing that no one would in the right mind buy but they're just buying out of hype right now that's what an nft is it sounds, oh. but that, that that feels like it has less inherent worth because it's like you can't. I think the argument is that it's a one-off. So basically, you you have like the like there's no inherent worth with most art. Like if I just have a painting, like the worth is like I look at this and I feel joy. I can look at a gif and feel joy. In fact, we're there are many virtual homework podcast gifs that I could chill out constantly that bring so many people, not just me and sometimes Dana Joy. Can you actually see how many people use them? Uh, I no, but I probably wouldn't want to because I have not advertised it at all and be depressed about it. But what if there's like seventy thirty billion? It's the most popular gift for certain categories. I don't know. They're good gifts. We're getting off topic here, but like uh, someone on Twitter was selling the uh, uh, oh the yeah, uh, uh, but yeah, N word uh, past NFT. Oh my god. I mean, yeah. I mean, the whole point, like, crypto is basically one big meme that society actually thinks has legit monetary value. But, but yeah, annoying orange is like, you know what? We're not annoying enough. We're gonna go on this train of NFTs. But the funny thing is, is like they were selling an NFT that was like you could just like right click, view source of the page, and download the GIF. So like <laughs> they were trying to like sell an NFT that was like literally accessible to every single person i think we've reached bottom of society I, i'm oh, saying absolutely. this with the knowledge of like i don't know like 1400s so, everyone so died of the black plague the, the thing about nft i think you that could be used in like the porn industry like if someone's like nudes like someone that's like never had a new and they're like hey i'm selling my nudes as an nft like you're the only person who's ever going to be like if obama was like obama is nude nft obama <laughs> making a nft in the first place and then it's also him nude the nsfw nft of obama the nsft there we go there's not there's safe, not, mar- safe not safe for t not safe like, for do token. you think someone like how much do you think someone would pay for that 
I think that would legitimately first of all like there's no way that if obama made an nft of himself nude it would not governments would pay for that nft and then like i don't know like you they would share it with people there there's no way that that would like be contained to one person listen it doesn't either way obama's cashing out obama's yeah he's cashing out his net worth (laughs) is like pretty high but it doesn't matter like he'd be able to get at least double it i think that would be like a world shattering event like there would be like pre and post (laughs) like obama making the nude nft scenario like so many things would be falling into place in like a way like it's like if you threw a puzzle in the air and then like it landed completely solved it's like every single absurdity of this though think of the absurdity of this like this is like the modern age that's how insane shit is right now like uh, if someone could do shit like we're to the point where we have senators that are like vaping and like uh, screaming out memes during like Senate meetings and stuff I like guess, that. Like, I guess maybe a future president will sell a new NFT. Like maybe even the previous the previous president is much more likely to sell a new NFT than yeah, Obama. What, I say Trump that just does it. I yeah. bet they, he would be able to sell the it. The previous president, like I, no one knows who I'm talking about. He who shall not be. No, we we've talked about Trump on the podcast before. But Trumpy boy, Trumpy boy. I mean, like I feel like maybe in the future, I. I let me just say, I listened to Obama's uh, new podcast with Bruce Springsteen, and let me just say, based on that, I don't think he's selling an NFT anytime soon. Maybe like a sleep medication. It was not good. It was not good. I've listened. <laughs> I've listened to Obama. Uh, Bur- well, maybe his his kids like get him to do it. Like, like Dad, you should get an NFT. He's like, what's that? It's like I don't. I, I like we're we're treading into scary territory here with the topic of this NFT. But no, I listened to Michelle Obama's podcast. I listened to Obama. No, I I've I listened to Michelle Obama's podcast all the way through. I'm not on I'm on our because like I'm trying to improve the podcast here. I don't know what you're doing. You're talking about Obama hanging dong. Um, I'm talking about <laughs> Michelle Obama's intellectual podcast where she talks about her life and her experiences as first lady What's- growing up in a certain background. But let me just say that listening to that podcast made me realize that i am i do not relate to michelle obama very much there is nothing i could gain from that podcast you mean that you don't you don't relate to a uh a black woman who was the uh wife to the president let me just say when like she had an entire episode on feminine hygiene i could not relate less <laughs> what? i mean <laughs> i i was i was listening to this being like this is i i can this is not for me but i powered through <laughs> And let me just say, I I went into that with an open mind because I wanted to, like, improve the podcast. This Michelle Obama's podcast came out, like, episode four. So you like, think it was actually good? It was a well-made podcast. But, but it was, was it good? I listened to all of it. I was able to get through it. It's, it's like it's like a well-made uh, like ad, you know. It's it's like you could appreciate it. However, it's like not content that really fits right for me. I gain nothing from it. I've said that many so, times. So, so take the podcast and put literally anyone else, like someone you had no idea who they were, and you listened to it. Would it be terrible? Yes. I'm calling Obama right now. I'm telling him you hate his Michelle podcast. Michelle Obama. Yeah. Okay. Do that. Do that. I would love to like get a Twitter beef with Barack Obama. Like that would be life changing for me, and probably a terrible one. Day, but eight zero zero one eight hundred Barack Obama. A M. You're missing a letter. What's what's the last letter in one eight hundred Obama? He's on the phone, but he's missing a letter. It has to be seven. Obama's six. Listen, he didn't want to answer right now, but I'm pretty sure he thinks you're a bitch. 
Okay, I mean, I, if Obama called me up and said I was a bitch, I must be a bitch. That's that's how it is. Okay, okay that'd be sick as fuck. It'd be sick as like, fuck, but I would have to concede being a bitch. I mean, because if you have him saying it, like, like if you have fucking like, it's Ob- to, like like if you have like Sarah Silverman calling you a bitch, you're like, oh, I guess. But like, if you have Obama saying it, you're like, fuck. It's. Have you seen that Key and Peele sketch where like he he uh like crashes the um rap battle it's like no that's pretty you pretty much wrote the sketch you wrote the sketch but anyway off topic i mean like we talked about trump a little bit can we talk about this fucking my pillow uh <laughs> social media network i know we're not a massively political podcast but like i have to bring it to we've we can only talk we've, about we've, obama we've ta- for like we've, 30 minutes okay listen, we've we, we've talked about the my pillow guy and his fucking insanity before yeah. uh basically he's making his own free speech fucking uh social media website and it's just been like nothing <laughs> it's called but frank fan- yeah it's been the most fantastic content in the past two days yeah it, a- so, i i very rarely laugh at twitter but i just like saw the tweet and actually had a belly laugh it's it's that good first of all he made a social media network called frank like i don't i don't know why that's funny to me but just like it's like yo you on frank today it's like come on well i think i think it's like well let me be frank like be honest you know i think his name is oh it's wait yeah his name is mike was, yeah, what the yeah, what the, his, name's not, his, his, his name's I, definitely I, not Frank. Yeah, for some reason I thought, oh, it's named after him, but it's not. It's not. His name's Frank. Like you God just make it. a, a just he just uses his first name because he's old. Well, no, I can see him using his first name because he's fucking insane. But <laughs> let's go on Frank.com right now. Actually, can we even do anything on the website? We didn't even get into this story because I keep interrupting you. Do you can continue with what actually happened? I thought you were going on it. No. no, basically, basically, he made this social media website. Uh, it's supposed to be for free speech only, free speech. And the first thing he says, like, unless you talk about God. <laughs> so just like super fucking ironic. And, the uh, the uh, fucking hypocritical. The goddamn headline by C- by Pillow CEO's free speech social network will ban posts that take the Lord's name in vain. I guess free speech can only go so far. It's just like the. Every single headline is met with like the picture of the My Pillow CEO, and I just I can't, I can't look at that guy and take his social media network seriously. I also cannot look at him and imagine him on crack cocaine. Which oh, is there's what... like actual pictures of him like smoking crack and like nudes and stuff like that. Like there's a lot of fucking crazy shit out there. Well, okay, I mean like maybe I want to be stuck in the stage where I can't imagine that, <laughs> let alone like imagine that every night as I sleep. Like, this is a man changed from seeing these things. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, out of all the things you saw on the early internet, on, like, Rotten.com, the, the pictures of the pillow guy on crack take the cake. Probably not. Yeah, Probably not at no, all. Probably, no, definitely, definitely, definitely not. Definitely not at all. We it's have like... demons. We have demons. But, no, okay, there's images, and I'm sorry this is an audio format podcast, but there's images of the frankspeech.com website which tried to launch they i've usually there's launches with hiccups there's like even the situation with like i if we're getting political what obamacare uh, uh affordable care act they had like their terrible yeah. launch where like only like one percent of people were able to log in there were like cases where like he has like a telegram group or some social media group where he's like hey everyone try to access our website they're like what website that's, that's like already a bad start <laughs> for your social media network oh yeah and then like when people tried to access the site it's like literally just like it's like a you ever see those word clouds of like the text it's like that except everything's smudged together so like it's just one or or like you you ever click on like uh your like uh like google or like yahoo.com like a news website and like your internet goes out and you see like 
just the text loaded and like no pictures, like no JavaScript, nothing. Like no flash loaded and just like all like like the jumbled like letters all pushed together, like words. It's like it is completely fucking terrible, and it's it's a hundred percent what you just expect from uh, a conservative uh, social media. I mean, like basically, like it, it just goes back to like the you know, it's like I want free speech, but you can't talk about God. It's like, well, then you don't want free speech. Conservatives just live in a crazy world, and it's uh, it's scary and hilarious. Damn, that's different than where I thought we were gonna go with this. Poo poo pee pee. No, I I thought I was I was like trying to say so. I'm super excited. I've already signed up for an account for Virtual Homework Podcast, and <laughs> is that is that the next medium? That's the next to? medium. We went. We kind of went a weird direction. You wouldn't expect me as a TikTok hater to go on TikTok, but I cannot ignore where social media is going. You're gonna see me on Frank. I think yeah, Frank. I keep forgetting the fucking name, even though it's like I just made fun of it like five seconds ago. Frank, I'm gonna be talking about freedom. It's so easy to just bullshit about freedom. It is so easy. So we're going to see you all on Frank.com. On the Freedom Podcast. On the Virtual Freedom Podcast. That's a good name. That's a good name. And that's the new name because, you know, 50 episodes, what are you going to do? You had a good run virtual homework, but you got beat out by, like, all these fucking tutoring services online when you try to Google virtual homework. (laughs) I'm sure there's nothing when you search virtual freedom that will come up before our podcast, okay? I'm just going to kill myself instead. Oh, my God. In a a video game, in a video game, in a video game, in a video game. Honestly, if it's, like, that or, like, being active on the MyPillow CEO guy's social network, it's, it's kind of a hard choice. Hey, buddy. Yo, was that a fucking good episode or what? <laughs> Thank you for listening to the podcast. If you did like it. All right, here's what you're going to do. Five stars Apple podcast. Subscribe on SoundCloud. Go to Spotify. Get all your friends and make them subscribe. Gunpoint. Basically, whatever you can do to make this podcast successful, we don't care what it is. We don't care what the means are. Thanks, gamers. Uh, what he said, but slightly less aggressive and more loving.